0: Hello, welcome to a beautiful podcast of Fall in Love, an unofficial Bachelor Nation show from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me in TV Guide Mansion is my co-host from Ari Season and Bachelor in Paradise. She reminds me of home. It's Jacqueline Trumbull.
1: Hey, hey, Leo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You don't actually remind me of home, but it means nothing now. It's
1: meaningless. It's meaningless.
0: Um, so this was part one of the finale, and it was about Colton saying goodbye to the other women so he could pursue Cassie. Yeah. Uh, after being coaxed back onto the show after running away, he broke up with Tasha, who now seems to be putting it behind her. And then he broke up with Hannah G., who seems to be having a hard time putting it behind her. And he told them both, you're great, but you're not Cassie. And then he went after her. Glad he did. So it ended on a cliffhanger. You know, she, she knocked on the door and she opened it. And then uh, tonight we'll find out the resolution but we're not there yet.
1: Wouldn't it be funny if tonight's episode was just 10 minutes of Cassie being like, uh, still no. <sighs> I told you
0: already. <laughs> that are would are be, doing this again. yeah. Do you think it would be good? I mean, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but do you think it would be good if he went and he was like, I love you, I love you, I love you. And she's like, no.
1: I think that'd be awesome.
0: And then, yeah, it'll be hard to watch. It'll be very unsatisfying to watch, but in hindsight, it would be great.
1: Yeah, I think it would be kind of kind Of satisfying, I mean, my the side of me that wants people to be happy wants them to be together, yeah. But the side of me (laughs) that
0: just wants to watch some compelling, real stuff,
1: right? I mean, if she if she stuck to to this, Dr. Guns, like that would be more satisfying in the sense that people get broken up with, yeah, and it's kind of nice to see that it makes you feel less alone, I guess, (laughs) (laughs) right.
0: Even in this, this format that is designed to find you someone Mm -hmm. doesn't always work.
1: It would legitimize every other relationship that does work, too. Like it's not people aren't being forced into marriage at the end of this. You know, I mean, it's people have choice and the love is real. And when it's not there, it's not there. And then you break up. Yeah. Yeah. And it can show
0: that it's, if you think, you know, oh, it's you, there's something, it's me, there's something wrong with me. It's like, not not necessarily. You know, it's really hard. It's really hard to find the one person <laughs> who you're supposed to be with.
1: I, I liked your first answer. It's really hard to find even one person. It's very hard to find <laughs> even
0: <laughs> one person. <laughs> but we're not talking about tonight yet. We're talking about last night. Mm-hmm. And so before... We get to other questions. I got to talk about this. Mm -hmm. I can't talk about anything else before we talk about (laughs) Colton's hair. What did you think of Colton's hair?
1: It very much reminded me of like Ricky Martin in the the late (laughs) 90s. Living La Vida Loca ass hair. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: I thought he looked like um, Mark Hoppus from Blink-182. Okay. He had a similar sort of choppy, weird front spike. Yeah, which
1: Colton cannot pull off. You know, I mean he's not a Blink (laughs) one eighty (laughs) two type of person. He is
0: not. But maybe that's what he's you know, maybe this is a hint that he's with Cassie because that's like that's a very uh, you know, Southern California surfer kind of look.
1: Oh true that. Blink
0: one eighty two is is a San Diego band.
1: He lost his virginity and now he's like, I think I'm gonna Bring out my edgy
0: side. (laughs) I don't even think it was on purpose. I don't think it was supposed to be like that because that was he had his hair was his hair was all spiky like that Uh when he was with Taysha, but then when he came back for Hannah, it was like kind of smoothed down. It was a little more shaped. Some of my friends on the you know the group thread they were talking about how they were attracted to Colton for the first time.
1: Seriously? Yeah. That's how I felt last week on Women Tell All. Yeah. Poor Colton. There's just (laughs) there's just something so sweet about him coming out with his hair. Like all edgy, and mm-hmm. then he goes back, and the hairdresser was like, "Yeah, no, this it's... isn't working. Oh <laughs> <laughs> You're not pulling this one off. Yeah. We're gonna put it back down." Yeah, it's like so sweet.
0: <laughs> but yeah, they were saying they think it was maybe the beard. He um, had a beard. He had like some stubble.
1: Oh, okay. I yeah. don't notice anything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do the noticing. I know. I don't. There's like big stuff that I miss, but I notice all the little details. <laughs> so Colton's hair verdict. Weird. How do you think Colton did this episode?
1: I thought he did just fine. I
0: thought he did okay.
1: I think in Taylor Nolan's words, he has high emotional intelligence, actually. Yeah? Yeah, and I think he has exhibited that to some degree. Um, But I thought he was very kind and very sweet, and I I thought he was there for the women. A lot of times the lead comes out at the end and is detached and a little stiff, and he was a little bit, but I I think he did a pretty good job with yeah. that situation.
0: Yeah, he wasn't, right? He wasn't like detached in a cold way. He was right. just like, I, yeah, f- you know, for both of our sake, I can't give you too much. Right. You know, I mean, I think the honest thing is like, yeah, you know, you're not, you're not Cassie.
1: Yeah. And he, he but, repeated lines, mm-hmm. but that's because there's one truth. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like, you're going <laughs> to say the same thing to two people when it's, the, it's still the same answer. Mm-hmm. So that didn't really bother me.
0: Yeah, I thought he did fine. The only thing was, you know, telling Hannah, you know, I wish it was you and, and that kind of stuff. Or I thought
1: it was going to be or you. I thought
0: it was going to be you. But yeah,
1: I know. And that's not the first time that has been said on this show. It ha-
0: it's not. I guess JoJo said it to uh, Robbie.
1: Oh, and uh, Sean Lowe said it to Ashley Frazier. Oh. Can't believe I remember that. <laughs> that's, I'm a pull. that's a That's a deep poll. That's like six years ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 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 I think Emily said it to Ari, too. Hmm. Yeah, they say this to these people all the time. Yeah. I I don't know what that's supposed to convey, you Mm -hmm. know? And Hannah's response was basically, well, then what went wrong and when? Which is like obviously what she's going to wonder after that. It kind of puts the onus on her when it shouldn't necessarily have. Um, And it really tells somebody like, you seem great. Mm -hmm. Like you're somebody that people idolize. And then once they get to know you, not so much. I mean, that's a ter- pretty terrible thing to learn about yourself. And I, and I think that that is a bit of a plague that a lot of people experience. Of Like, you know, first dates going so well, first through three dates going so well. And then it just it, everything falls apart. Like then to hear that from somebody that you're in love with, it's pretty brutal.
0: Yeah. I mean, if that's what he was saying.
1: What do you think he was saying?
0: I think it might just be saying like early on he thought it was he he thought it was going to be her. But then he really got to know Cassie. You know, he said it as he was leaving her hotel room. He was like, this just shows how in love with Cassie I am, that I would leave someone that great.
1: Yeah, I just think that that's how you feel when you break up with someone. Yeah. Yeah, you want to nurture them and take care of them. And and you know that they love you and that makes you feel good in a sense. You want to sing their praises and there's absolutely nothing wrong with them and you're the monster for doing this to them. So I take that with a bit of a grain of salt. Obviously, he wasn't willing to... To give her a chance, and he hadn't been truly thinking about her in a number of weeks. Yeah, based on what he had said to Cassie. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. It was like, you know, you are great, but you're not great enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bummer. I mean, we'll talk a lot about Hannah later on, but I thought this she was she was great this episode. This was the most we ever got I'm from her. I'm excited to talk about her. Yeah. And so, how do you think Chris Harrison did this episode?
1: I like that he called him out. Uh, with Cassie being like, maybe she's just not that into you. He certainly seems skeptical. I just think it's so funny when Chris plays therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be so uncomfortable with Chris <laughs> as my therapist. <laughs> right. I mean, there's just such. There's just much more obvious choices. Yeah,
0: and, and it's like Chris. I can see your earpiece. I know people are feeding you <laughs> questions to ask me.
1: That's so good. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the lead is always or the. Whoever's talking to Chris Harrison, they're so emotional and so distraught that uh, they're willing to level with him and they're willing to use him as their therapist. But there's just like a, a little bit of a distance there. Like, why?
0: Yeah, just because he's he's around. You know, you got to talk to whoever yeah. whoever's presented to you to, to yeah, talk to. exactly. You just got to unload on somebody. <laughs> and he is there. What a great gig he has. Truly.
1: It is amazing.
0: He really works. At least on Bachelor, like what, like five days a year.
1: <laughs> yeah, he does all the rose between ceremonies
0: between three between three and no between well, between like six and nine. He works with like real hard days of work.
1: Yeah, because the rose ceremony is just a couple hours. Yeah, and he just has a couple lines and mostly just stands there. Yeah, yeah, he's got a great, great job.
0: And he's and he's good at it. He keeps the show moving. Yeah. He asks the hard questions, not always the most tactfully, but he asks them. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any specific examples of him not asking tactful questions this time? He brought up
0: um, Tasha's divorce in kind of a way that he didn't need to.
1: He also brought up Colton's virginity 800 times in a way that he didn't need to. I was like, we've kind of moved yeah. on momentarily, you know, right. and we care about his heart a little bit more than his dick, but <laughs> I-, I guess we can talk about this again man, has he lost his virginity? Like how weirdly voyeuristic and just gross is that? We're all just like on the edge of our seat waiting to see if he and Cassie smashed. Yeah, It's just a, I mean, I do want to know though.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not saying that, it's just the the way he said it. Yeah. No, it was like uh, the temporal sort of thing of it where it's like, there are no women on the show. Is Colton still a virgin? It's like, well, this all happened months ago. We're kind of pretending, you know, suspending our disbelief a little bit like that this just happened
1: uh-huh. or this
0: is happening right now as well as actually happening right now. There's,
1: but there's just also something kind of cultish about when he and Cassie do have sex, then they're both like, all right, well, we've got to report this now. Yeah. We've got to report right. this to Chris Are Harrison. they going to do
0: the thing where we got to we show the sheet? <laughs> like it's like Game of Thrones. They do that. <laughs> like.
1: <laughs> Yeah, like in the old times. Like is that on Game of Thrones where the parent has to make sure that the that the newlyweds have consummated yeah. the marriage and so they sit in the room? That's like Chris Harrison waiting for Cassie and Colton to consummate the marriage. Right, and
0: then they got to do an ITM right after. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break. Back after this. <laughs> Okay, so the episode, well, first, it started with a recap. They had to fill a lot of time, so it started with a recap in case we forgot what we had just seen. Mm -hmm. Which we might have. (laughs) Sometimes The Bachelor (laughs) thinks we're dumb, and we are. Uh, But really, it was about uh, the hunt for Colton. You know, they found him. He was walking down the street. I really liked this. I like when they do The Bachelor Raw. Loved it. When they, you know, the no music, shaky cam. You know, the shot of the van dashboard just like you just hear the the chatter. I just think the it walkies. Would, I
1: think it'd be really funny if they had actually found Colton a while ago and they're like, let's just go around the block a couple more times.
0: <laughs> this isn't dramatic enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Could you recognize any of the producers?
1: Yeah, I saw Ben and Alone.
0: You saw Ben and Alone? Yeah. I think I was looking at my screen when there was an lawn sighting, but he was—he was just like f- there's like a flash of him. Yeah, right?
1: exactly. Well, I was watching the screen with hearts in my eyes, waiting for
0: Bennett to flip across. <laughs> <so> I... <laughs> Bennett is it Graib- Grabner? Grabner? Grabner yeah. Bennett Grabner and Alon Gale, the executive producers, mm-hmm. and we heard them. So who was the um, the producer who you know he kind of batted away?
1: I think it was a girl named Caitlin. Caitlin, but I'm not positive. Yeah, it was
0: just interesting. That was the most we've ever seen. Of producers. of producers, I don't think Alan has ever actually been on the show before, even in you know in the background glimpsed. Mm-hmm. People were excited to see him. They were like, "Hey, there he is! There's the yeah, hair." Well,
1: now he's like a now he's a celebrity. Yeah, bigger celebrity than most of the contestants. So <laughs> it's Funny,
0: maybe. I mean, he's an actor. He's on uh, Haunting of <laughs> mm-hmm. Hill House. Mm-hmm. I really like when they do that. They should do. Uh, they should do a whole episode raw.
1: Yeah, and it's cool because people are becoming more comfortable with the with the inner workings being shown, um, and with people with with knowing that it's a TV show. And that's partly probably because the show is getting more real mm-hmm. in, in an odd way. I mean, you'd think that it's becoming less real with social media influence, and some people attest to that. I, I think people like four years ago think that the show is becoming less real now that, that that there's that influence. But the couples are lasting so much longer. Yeah, and there's just more success. Like the fact that. I thought this last paradise was kind of a sham. Um, and that's not really because it was my opinion. That's just what I was hearing from other contestants. But these couples are lasting yeah. like really well.
0: Yeah, like Kendall and Joe or they're together. And Crystal
1: and Chris. Crystal and
0: Chris, yeah, those are real I think couples. They've got a
1: wedding venue. I mean, yeah.
0: yeah. Ari and Lauren are one of the most successful exactly. bachelor couples there's ever been. Yeah. Except for Caitlin Bristow. Like all the recent mm-hmm. bachelorette couples are still together. Yeah. No, it's working. So yeah, so the raw, the raw was great, and then we went back to polished Bachelor reality the morning after. You know, they kind of uh, got Colton to calm down.
1: There's still good moments, though. I mean, we were saying, you know, that this is maybe being dragged out a little bit. I don't totally mind it. I also didn't mind the length of Cassie and Colton's breakup because these are we're finally seeing real emotion. Mm-hmm. And we and I'm finally believing the relationships, which isn't to say that I ever thought that, you know, that this season was just so manipulated that nobody cared about each other at all. But the lack of chemistry just made it really Mm -hmm. hard to intrinsically believe what was going on. And now we finally are. So even if it's dragging a little bit, I don't mind it. So moments like Tasha pulling, like asking Colton if they could talk off camera. Mm, that was great. It was great. It, yeah. that, that little moment brought this into focus. You know, yeah. Like, okay, this is a real breakup. Um, obviously Hannah G and then the the chase, the yeah. yeti chase for Tolton. Colton. Col- <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I think it's just sort of like we were being told that these relationships were happening. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of had to, but we didn't see it on the screen we had just kind of had to believe it and we didn't necessarily believe it but we believe it now and it kind of retroactively makes the season a little bit better maybe
1: for sure Hannah B being the bachelorette kind of shows that nobody has faith in these women or <laughs> in a weird way I mean mm-hmm. unless they take it away from her but they didn't give Hannah G her big moment until after the final yeah. rose Tasha, I thought was great this episode mm. she's just so with it yeah she knows what's going on. Even after her fantasy suite, it seemed like she knew yeah. the writing was on the wall. Um, so all of these were kind of bachelorette moments, but it's like they're the only ones they got. And so they're just like, all right, we'll just go with the quirky girl because yeah. we don't have anything. That's a, a weird level of like a lack of belief in everybody of the, in this season. Um, yeah. So it's just like, OK, so we're finally getting the, the good stuff. Finally. And I think one of the problems is that, you know, you're not going to see real love in the first couple of episodes, but you do want to see seduction. Mm-hmm. Like, I think people watch this to see the mating dance and Colton just can't seduce people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, because he's never done it before.
1: That's <laughs> true.
0: Tasha was great. You know, when they hugged, the mic picked up Colton's heart pounding. You noticed that, right?
1: No, I don't notice anything.
0: Oh man, that one was so it was so good.
1: That <laughs> I was, was in a great. I was in a loud bar. That's
0: true, but yeah, it happened a couple of times. Like you know, they would hug and they could hear just hear like. oh. You know, she opened the door and she saw him. You know, he was shaking. He was shaking.
1: She could clearly tell. Yeah, immediately. she could tell.
0: And uh
1: oh, that that made it so sweet that she hugged him because she knew what was yeah. coming. Yeah. Oh.
0: Right. She was taking care of him, as Chris Harrison pointed out, that she was. You know, she could see the pain that he was in doing yeah. this, and and was like, "It's okay." Really, kind. Yeah, I just loved like, you know, can we talk without all these cameras? And you know, they went and we just heard them. They kind of kept it together until they got inside, and then they started crying, and we could hear it.
1: Yeah, because Tasha is a bit edited, mm-hmm. so I didn't really love her interview. at after the final rose, she was great in a sense, but it wasn't visceral. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't get yeah. much from it. Right. Um. Probably because she's moved on. Yeah. You know, like, and, and, and watching it back did give her some kind of clarity. But it was it was cool that she asked to go off camera because she, it was an awareness that she is edited and that she couldn't remain edited mm. in that moment. Yeah,
0: I was very struck that, like, this was by far the most emotional we had seen Tasha. Like, she didn't, you know, shed any tears mm-hmm. the whole, like, never even, you know, never even hinted that that would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't want anyone to see it. But then we saw them through the crack of the door, you know. Saying goodbye. Very clearly moving on. She said she's proud of the woman she's become through this process.
1: Woohoo. You always are. And then it's a few months later, you're like, I'm exactly the same as I was before.
0: <laughs> Just with some more Instagram followers.
1: Yeah. People ask if I date differently now. I'm like, I don't date at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you're not really dating uh, guys from the from the franchise too much. I did, though.
1: Dated Jordan.
0: Just the one, though. Yeah. You're not like um, Nick Viall. Hmm. Um, I kind of hope Tasha doesn't go on Paradise.
1: Is that because we never want the people that we respect to go on Paradise? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't want her to get dragged out into the gutter like that.
1: If you have a really good edit on The Bachelor, it's hard to go to Paradise and get a better edit. You can, mm. or you can stay the same, mm. but it's very likely you'll be damaged a little bit. You got a bad edit on Bachelor, it's a good idea to go on Paradise. But you have to behave differently.
0: Hmm. Taisha is not as popular among the broader Bachelor fan base as she is with us. Really? I don't think so.
1: Uh, well, I mean. people
0: like Kaylin. Right. Take of that what you will.
1: I mean, Kaylin's fine. I just don't know why people have to choose.
0: Yeah, you one. don't have to choose.
1: We can not do anything too horrible to each other. Yeah.
0: Okay, we're going to take another break and we'll talk about Hannah after this. All right, we're back. So this was Hannah G's, this, this was her episode. Yeah. She talked more in this episode than she had the rest of the season combined. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even think that's a figure of speech. I think if you if you went line by line, there would just be, there would be more words. Turns out I like
1: her. Yeah. Well, I liked what she did for this episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I, I liked her. I don't know if I walk away from this being like, I love who Hannah G is, which isn't to say that I dislike who she is. In other words, I didn't find her eminently likable, mm-hmm. but I really... Really liked how she approached this and what she gave us, Mm -hmm. which is she didn't try to put a positive spin on it. She did not. She put a strong spin on the end. But there's, you know, there's this impulse to create some resolution anytime you're sad. If something bad happens to you, you have to end on a high note. I fall into this too. People don't want to end on like a minor key, you know? And I actually liked her resolution too, which was, no, I'm not still in love with him because you need somebody to love you back. In order to be in love with them. I really, really like that sentiment because when you're in love with somebody else who isn't in love with you, there's sort of an element of what you're really in love with is your imagination because you're not in love with an active process and you're not in love with a partnership. And you're probably not completely in love with the other person either. You're you're in love with the Pygmalion, you know, that you've that you've created. And so when she's like, no, when he when he's not in love with me, then I'm no longer in I'm no longer involved in this relationship. There's not a relationship for me to be in love with, and that's really cool that she said that. Yeah, I just liked how she was like, this is bullshit, you know? And, like, I got wrapped up in it, and I believed it, and now, like, uh, finally, we can believe it, too. As it turns out, there was somebody there who loved Colton. Yeah. Damn.
0: Yeah.
1: Didn't see that coming. (laughs) I mean, I thought it would happen, but I didn't believe that it was coming. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. We didn't see any of this. All Like, they gave us nothing of Hannah. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, watching the season up to this point, I was like, well, maybe there's not much to her. But then, you know, you watch this and like, well, maybe there's stuff they didn't like didn't show us. Obviously, mm-hmm. shockingly, <laughs> Hannah is a real person with right. <laughs> with human emotions.
1: Yeah. I loved how she said that watching back gave her no more clarity. Yeah. Made her more confused. Probably wouldn't. I mean, I. You know, watching back, I didn't see, I wouldn't have said Hannah G is the obvious front runner, but I also wouldn't have necessarily said that anybody else was either. Mm -hmm. So it is, yeah, I don't blame her for being confused. All she really saw was that he thought she was super hot. Yeah. And then was suddenly obsessed with Cassie.
0: Yeah. I mean, he gave her the first impression
1: rose. Yeah, but then he didn't talk to her for like five weeks, except to make out with her on that bed once. And all she talked about was her first impression rose, which her talking in this Final interview, put that into better context. She's like, I held on to that for a really long time. I was like, we know you did. (laughs) All we heard you talk about for five weeks. And now it's like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Like, yeah, it was the only validation he gave her for a really long time. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, she didn't get a date until late.
1: Do you think it was the rapping?
0: No, I think he liked that. the turn of the tides? I think he liked (laughs) that. He was like...
1: Do do you think it would be funny? That's what he
0: was... When he was like, am I making the wrong decision? That's what he was thinking about.
1: (laughs) What if she was like, what was it? What went wrong? And then... (laughs) A thought bubble yeah. on the sh- that's what they should have done on the show yeah. is just put a thought bubble of like her rapping. I she was-
0: should do she should do a heartbroken <laughs> emo rap about this. <laughs> <laughs> with uh, Mama G beatboxing with Mama in the back. Or G- yeah. Yeah. their dad going <laughs> 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 I didn't want to turn to this into making fun of Hannah G on her on her heartbroken night where we see her as a real person finally, but hey, she still did that. <laughs> I liked how, yeah, direct and honest about her feelings she was, you know, where yeah. she's like, and even like when he was breaking up with her, like her face had like multiple emotions on it uh-huh. at once. You're like, I love when there's when you can see visually see emotional nuance on The Bachelor.
1: I just loved how she looked like she had to be dragged on stage. Yeah, she was like, "Uh, "This is just terrible. Like, why I'm not." Taisha was very much like, "I'm gonna put a bow on this," and Hannah was like, "I can't believe you're making me talk to this dude again. He's not gonna clarify anything for me, and so I just have to sit here." But she really killed it. Yeah.
0: And especially if he's with Cassie right now, he is not going to get
1: married. Right. Like how terrible is that to happen? Ugh, I hate that. I mean, it, it's really odd when you still have feelings for the lead and you're friends with the person they end up with. Because like, honestly, that kind of made it easier for me that Ari did that little switcheroo in a sense. Because he <laughs> it was like he was single again for a second. Or, you know, I mean, and I wasn't super close to, to Becca on the show. Really, really like her Um We just didn't spend a lot of time together Mm -hmm. on the show. And so when he was with her, I felt like, okay, I was allowed to live with my feelings a a little bit Mm -hmm. more. But, you know, if it had been Lauren from the get-go, I think it would have been harder because you feel feel like you're not entitled to your feelings anymore. And even now it's odd to talk about the relationship because it's like I'm stepping on somebody else's relationship and it feels inappropriate now, but I still had it. Mm -hmm. And so for Hannah G to still be in this and know that he is with somebody who's presumably a friend is just terrible like yeah. is she even allowed to talk about her own relationship and then experience that moment with him there's just something terrible about that i <laughs> just don't like it
0: oh <laughs> yeah everything she said was so like real and painful you know where she's like yeah he talked about home how I remind him of home and then when he said it he was breaking up like it instantly became meaningless loved that loved it mm-hmm. and you know talking about people going up to her you know people coming up to her in public and saying like show us your ring and being like you know she can't say anything but like like, yeah. I can't
1: believe people were doing that. It's so, I mean, it was so innocent on their part, but man, that is just awful. Yeah. I mean, talk about twisting the knife. And there's an interesting idea here with this home thing, because I think a lot of people do date because they want to return home, but a lot of other people date because they want to leave home. And I don't know which he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Becca wanted to return home. I mean, she chose somebody who specifically reminded her of her father, mm-hmm. of somebody who would be accepted by her family. Mm-hmm. Colton I don't know I mean I guess he wanted to move yeah we don't we don't really
0: (laughs) right we don't really know also Colton is from Illinois I think but he lives in Denver Mm -hmm. so he's from a couple of different places and you know he traveled all over you know he was a football player so Mm -hmm. he's been in different places and it's weird that he you know Alabama reminded him of of home because Alabama (laughs) is kind of its own thing I don't know and she doesn't want to be in Alabama. So she's like, I don't want you to remind me of home. I want you to, I want to remind you of Los Angeles, California. <laughs> um, you know, she was great. She said, Cassie did to you is exactly what you did to me. Uh huh. Which is just true. Yeah. You know? Somebody tweeted that he was, um, he was looking for another fence to jump over during this <laughs> conversation. Because <laughs> uh, she was making him uncomfortable, telling him the real, raw truth.
1: I don't I just don't know what the lead is supposed to do. I mean, her her primary accusation is that he gave her absolutely no reason to doubt. And it's like, well, you can't give them any reason to doubt because they they need to stay. Yeah. He gave everyone else a reason to doubt and they
0: all bounced. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And he kind of said
1: that. Talking about the unwritten rules of The Bachelor. Yeah. Loved that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, you go in and, and there's just a different moral code. You know, you're not supposed to let on to the women that there are others mm-hmm. or that you don't care for them as much as others. And it's okay suddenly to say I love you to multiple people. It's okay to compartmentalize in ways that aren't okay outside. And and that, that is what everybody has to understand, is that you can't begrudge somebody for for playing by different rules than in the real world. It's not the real world. So, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't know what he was supposed to do differently. But yeah. the reality is, is that it's upsetting.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. We were basically just watching her tell him her feelings mm-hmm. and it was kind of just probably at least a little cathartic for her just to be able to say it yeah not get any resolution but just to have him know how she feels yeah that's something yeah she thought he was going to come back for her all these things man
1: that unwritten rules thing though is why i think that colton has high emotional intelligence like, yeah. i think he he was able to analyze his experience and yeah. communicate that and i i do appreciate that about him i mean ari did not have that mm-hmm. not to say that he's not emotionally intelligent but he, he's not able to convey his experience in the same mm-hmm. way that colton is um so i i loved those moments throughout the season when we saw that
0: yeah well it was great to get all the stuff from Hannah g it wasn't too little too late but it was too late yeah but we'll probably see her in paradise yeah maybe. and then so yes. after all this there was still 15 minutes left of the show, so they <laughs> had to pad it out. <laughs> they had to pad it out with the panel of Ben, Garrett, Jason, and Blake. And my question for that was
1: why? Garrett's never never any good reason. <laughs> They did the same thing last yeah. finale too. Mm-hmm. When there was all kinds of good, good meat. Like they had all the girls from my season go back and and celebrate with Becca and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean this panel shit. It's just so. It's just, it's just it useless. was
0: just to fill time. Yeah, <laughs> they have like almost enough for two episodes, but not quite. So they have to, you know, they fill it with the these weird little panels that they should just cut them from the Hulu replay because nobody (laughs) wants them. They're just to fill time. We don't need them. They don't add anything.
1: I like how Garrett always looks so checked out from this whole experience. Yeah.
0: Yeah, He was like, "Uh, I don't know, man, as opposed to Jason, who was like, let me host something. (laughs) Yeah, He had his bites. He was like, boom, boom, boom.
1: Yeah. I always thought that Jason was just a little bit smarmy. Like I just something a little bit TV hosty. You're exactly right.
0: Right. And he's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's hard at the time, but there's something beautiful at the end of it. Something beautiful. Because he's dating Caitlin Bristow. No, That's yeah. what he was talking about. And I'm like, all right, dude. Okay. Last predictions. What do you think is going to happen in the final finale?
1: I mean, I think that they're together. I was surprised that she was still at the hotel room.
0: But yeah, I- that was a little weird. They must have just, they were like, you can't go yet. <laughs> we still need you.
1: Yeah, I thought that initially, but then I remembered that Kendall stayed in Peru for a while. Oh. Mm-hmm. So some huh. t- sometimes it's just we don't want they don't want to give away the final three mm. and the progression of that. Oh, okay. Even though there's like no point because mm-hmm. Reality Steve is basically has just bugged the entire universe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> he's like, uh, Varys. yeah, he's like Varus. Yeah, got birds. Yeah, little yeah. birds everywhere. <laughs> uh,
1: now I'm imagining Reality Steve being like Cinderella. With like all of the animals coming and like dressing him, help him get dressed.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. imagining him bald. <laughs> I think it's just going to be a long conversation mm-hmm. between Colton and Cassie. I wonder if it'll be raw.
1: I wonder if she decides then and there to take him back, or if it takes a little bit, mm-hmm. a little while.
0: We'll see. I mean, we'll find out. It's been a few months.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe yeah, they'll kind of take us through what the last few months have been, and then they're going to unveil the Bachelorette, who we know who it is. But yeah. <laughs> Now they do the thing where they, you know, she meets four guys.
1: I don't love that. I don't love that.
0: So one last thing before we go. One of our social media producers, Kelsey Pfeiffer, made an incredible Bachelor ASMR video. What where is just, ASMR? So it's the thing where, you know, they kind of talk very quietly and they... Uh, it's supposed to like make your you know we head do our inti- tingle.
1: Yeah, we should do our entire next episode like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just basically a supercut of people like whispering on the show and like kissing and mm-hmm. and it will make your skin crawl. It's incredible. Share it with someone you hate. Elise is going to play a little clip from it as we go out. But until then, until tomorrow, really, I'm Leah Matthews.
1: I'm Jacqueline Trumbull.
0: This has been a beautiful podcast, Fall in Love. Please rate, review, and subscribe. ASMR. That's my third language. Man, I wish I could talk to her. Okay. Thanks. Good luck with everything. Thanks. If that's what you want, you don't want me.
1: I want you to know that this rose I will. the person that I was friends with is a different personality than this girl <laughs> just kill me just like a little thing that was like bothering me from earlier I really couldn't have done a lot more than a
0: bag of nuts. Whether it's a new Netflix original, the latest season of a long-running network drama, or a re-evaluation of a legendary comedy series, TV Guide is the place for fans to come and find out about their favorite shows and movies, and with our help, discover some new favorites as well. From our Watch This Now recommendations and newsletter to our WTF Just Happened video series, TV Guide is the premier hub for people who love TV as much as we all do to come and hang out. Visit us at tvguide.com, follow us on social media at tvguide, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com tvguide,
1: for all this great free content, and let us help you find your next binge.